This is another episode of Talks with Tyler ISD, a podcast about the passionate people who have a heart for students. This podcast is brought to you by Texas Bank and Trust. Welcome to this episode of Talks with Tyler ISD. I'm your host, Jennifer Hines, and joining us today is Superintendent of Schools, Dr. Marty Crawford. Thank you so much for joining us as we are gearing up to go back to school, but at least we got a little bit of relaxation over the summer, but we also did some work. A little bit. I uh, appreciate y'all having me back in front of the brick wall here. <laughs> our, our version of Between Two Ferns, I guess. But um, yeah, it was a good summer. You know, the district only shuts down for one week. That's typically around the July 4th week, but um, we've come a long way. We, we're down to just a handful of vacancies, uh, which we started this summer with a daunting task of around 80 to, to 90, I guess. So it's been really good uh, uh, work this summer on behalf of the students of Tyler ISD. To get ready to go. Yeah. Well, tell us a little bit about um, where your kids are at now, what they're up to. Yeah. I mean, another summer's, year has passed by. Yeah, summer's been great. Uh, of course, Ashton and her family are here at Cole. They, our two-year-old grandson, Harlan, has been having a, a summer of dad because he's a teacher in another school system here uh, as well. So he's been able to watch watch uh, him. And uh, Jackson's here, finish up at UT Tyler. And uh, AJ certainly had a lot of time uh, playing basketball this summer. Mm-hmm. Her basketball team went 43-1 and this summer. So oh, wow. uh, pretty incredible uh, record for them. It was made up of all, all Tyler girls, a couple of, of girls outside of the school system, but, but um, 10 of them inside of Tyler ISD. So... Uh, the future's bright there, but they had a really good time and, and they couldn't get enough. I was ready for 10, but I don't think they were. <laughs> yeah. Well, and of course she's going into the eighth grade now. Is yeah. that correct? Oh my gosh. Her final year of middle school. Eighth grade. You know, we're going into our 10th year as school superintendent here in Tyler. I mm-hmm. see a decade worth of service. And, uh, just to, just, uh, to think that when we got here, she was in pre-K. Oh, wow. And she was the bell of the ball at convocation and, and, uh, but she's grown into it and she's, she's looking forward to her last year at Hubbard. And then uh, this time next year, we'll be talking about her being a freshman at, at uh, Tyler Legacy. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Well, any uh, fun trips or vacations you want to share with us about? Anything you got to do over the summer that was fun yeah, with got the family? Get, yeah, I got to go to, to Dolphin Island, Alabama. And uh, just a real quick there and back uh, on the beach and um, right outside of Bayou La Battery, made famous in Fort Gump. Oh, uh, wow. Fort Gump, Bubba Gump Shrimp Company. And, yeah. Uh, but it was a neat little uh, getaway and then uh, back into Tyler for, for some great work. Well, at least you had some good memories there, and right. everybody deserves a break, even That's the right. superintendent. Um, let's talk a little bit about TEA ratings. That is definitely a hot topic right now because they are kind of flipping it all around and changing up everything with that formula. Um, what what is what are we expecting? Well, you know, continuous improvement uh, reaches far beyond just the district mm-hmm. uh, level. We're always striving to continue to improve our successful student outcomes here in Tyler ISD. The state's trying to do the same thing. Uh, and anytime you start a new accountability system, again, don't let anyone tell you it's a refresh. This is new, mm-hmm. um, a new assessment. The, the way that they've uh, redesigned the test questions and the way that we take our uh, standardized testing is different. So this is a new accountability system. And with every new accountability system, they start fresh and and uh, set some attainable goals for us. And uh, and, and we, we held surf. We did well. Um, early on, the, the TEA, the agency, was saying that um, this year's C is better than last year's B. Mm-hmm. So we're kind of waiting to see what those ratings look like with that in mind. I've never heard that when it comes to grading. <laughs> right. But that's what was told to a lot of superintendents that were on this uh, specific Zoom call early on. So 
Um, we feel like we had a good year last year mm -hmm. and we're looking forward to see what those ratings are. So most people can expect as they're raising the standards even higher that you're going to see some, it's going to appear that you're going to go backwards when in fact you've actually had growth. Oh, no doubt. It's, it's strange when you look at it that way that, that uh, you reset the floor and right. everybody starts out at the floor right. uh, so that five years from now that we can have, obtain a, an A or B status like we that we were able to uh, um, uh, set this last time over the last, you know, five to 10 years. So um, again, it, the, the complexities, uh, the data points, there's a million or so data points, it feels right. like that goes into making up what the accountability looks like for a school system that's much more complex than just an A, B or C rating, which right. the legislature tried to simplify, you know, a few years ago, but it's still so complex and so difficult to understand. Um, the great news is we'll always continue to, to try to, to, to continuously improve and, mm -hmm. and uh, our, our school system is set up in a way to, to be able to compete within the accountability system. And we'll definitely have some messaging going out to parents to kind of let them know about the changes and what it would have maybe been like under the old system so they have something to compare it to because you're really talking apples and oranges here instead of apples to apples. That's so kind right. of making sure that they understand what this new system is and, and how that kind of would equate. Uh, you mentioned it earlier, we're doing a great job getting ready for the beginning of school with our staffing. Staffing shortages, definitely something that people have been talking about not only um, here in East Texas, but I mean across the country. And we have been able to even do some raises recently. Yeah, we're really excited about that. For, for the 10th year in a row or more, um, we've actually providing a compensation boost for all of our staff. And uh, of course, our board's excited about that as well. We run our finance shop um, as well as anyone else does in the district, and we, we get accolades for that. Uh, we're, we're awarded in the financial integrity rating system of Texas um, uh, every year because of that. And so, you know, in saying that, uh, here we are again, being able to provide a compensation boost. This time it was a pretty big boost. We kind of restructured uh, how we did that. And we've managed our uh, finances well during the COVID era. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of school systems chose to do it differently. And um, they're gonna, there's going to be a huge fiscal cliff for them. Uh, come uh, this the, this last year of the uh, what they call the ESSER funding, um, that hadn't been the case here in Tyler ISD. So we're able to 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 be aggressive and provide a, a compensation boost for everyone, especially our teachers. Uh, that's the most important person you can put in front of a student every day, right. and uh, we we value our teaching staff uh, so much so that we've redesigned how we're doing, especially years ten and more. If you've chosen this as a career. Um, then come work in Tyler, Texas, we'll take care of you. Absolutely. But you're also taking care of those new teachers with the um, beginning teacher academy, which I think is great because that means that they get mentored for the first three years of their teaching career. I mean, y'all really do give them the resources to be successful because it's not just successful student outcomes, it's successful outcomes for all. Yeah, the amount of support that we provide our teachers, uh, especially those novice teachers that choose education as a career, uh, is, is warming. I mean, I remember the first year that I was a teacher, uh, I was handed a big old textbook and that was the <laughs> curriculum. Uh, they said, good luck. They paired me with a mentor and I saw that mentor one time all year mm. and I was certified after that. So, right. um, and inducted into the, to the district and, 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 you know, I couldn't imagine, um, the way that, that, uh, that, that we educate kids now, mm. all the different challenges that we have that, that are, that are not, 
um, generated by the school system and somebody mm -hmm. coming into a new school system and to be treated the way I was in year one as a teacher, right. I may not have chosen this profession. So we've really done things uh, uh, differently now to where we mm -hmm. do that new teacher academy. It's a three-year um, master's level course of uh, becoming a teacher. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're so happy that we have that here in Tyler. That's absolutely wonderful. Another hot topic out there right now, safety and security. It is our top priority. We have been ahead of the ball game this entire time when it comes to what's been coming down from the state. I know I field a lot of phone calls from the media. Hey, what's new with this? I'm like, well, we've already been doing that for two or three years. Um, talk to us a little bit about some of the things that we're seeing in the area of safety and security. Yeah, the, the one thing that we can say is this has always been a priority. Um, because there's been some recent events around the state, around the country, mm -hmm. um, I think that there's been a lot of uh, uh, attention brought to that, rightfully so, mm -hmm. uh, because our, our precious, uh, our most precious commodities are our children and our communities. And uh, being able to say that we, we're staffed with a police officer of every one of our campuses, uh, that we've got a safety and security department led up by a retired FBI agent, um, is something that we can really feel assured that that uh, there's adult on every campus that's that's a peace officer or law enforcement trained uh, to do that because we want our teachers to be able to teach mm -hmm. and we want our principals to be able to lead and um, some of the things that some school systems are having to just now adjust to because of legislative action is going to be a very daunting challenge for them whereas we've already had this in place we've got a lot of new technology that's in place some of it proprietary that we don't want to discuss online Absolutely. that allows us to keep our um, school building safe, that uh, keeps our community safe. And oh, by the way, we have great relationships and partnerships with other law enforcement um, agencies as well. You talk about the Sheriff's Department, you talk about the City of Tyler Police Department, the Fire Departments of both Smith County and Tyler ISD, along with the constables, along with every alphabet agency you can yes. think of with the feds and the state. Uh, Tyler ISD has really been a vanguard in regard to that. And that's something I'm very proud of that you don't see very much of. Right. And that's okay. Well, one thing that most people may not even realize is that we actually meet as a team. We have a safe TISD yeah. team where we meet with these people. So we know their faces, we know their names. And should something ever happen, like we're we're ready to go. Uh, fencing is one of the new things that has kind of come down from the state level. So uh, I know at least Jack Elementary will be getting some new fencing put up before the beginning of the school in order to cover their soccer field. Um, and then, of course, vape detectors, something that is, is a big issue out there. And I know it's something that concerns you greatly. Yeah, we've spent some time at the board meeting level discussing fencing. Mm -hmm. um, more so than some other things. And then vapes uh, as well is a community concern. Mm -hmm. um, the amount of vape stores that, that are sprinkled throughout Tyler, Texas is uh, something that's very uh, uh, puzzling to me. Um, there's no doubt we've got a problem inside of uh, K-12 education, mm -hmm. uh, whether that be private, public, or, or, uh, or charter schools in regard to vapes. And it's across uh, the nation. And it's it's, not, across the it's nation. not just here. Well, you know, that's the thing about Tyler. Whenever we do have <laughs> things happen, everybody thinks it's just happening here. No. Because we are a, a such a, a tight-knit community that takes care of itself. Yes. We don't really know what's or care what's mm -hmm. happening outside of us. But at the same time, it is a, it is a little uh, predicament that we're in nationally, and it does mm -hmm. filter down here locally as well. Um, so, you know, if, if you're listening today, uh, we need some help because there, there, there's no way that 16-year-olds can walk into these vape stores and, and buy them. 
Um, mm -hmm. They're being purchased through a third party, whether those individuals are going into those vape stores and getting them, or maybe off of social media right. as well. So the one thing we can ask is parents stay engaged with your kids' social media. Mm -hmm. um, you know, respectfully go through their backpacks and their things <laughs> and keep an, uh, keep an eye on, on them as far as their attitude and their behaviors are, right. because these things are affecting our kids. It's being brought into the schools. And one thing that parents may not understand is, it is state law now mm -hmm. that if you get caught with a vape, it is an automatic placement in the DAP. And if that vape has THC in it, mm -hmm. um, it's it's a felony. Right. And we just don't want our kids to to be to be popped with one of these uh, charges as a juvenile. Um, and sometimes at, before they're eight, at, when they're 18 years old and they're a senior in high school, mm -hmm. that, that's a felony that stays on their record. So we need help. We need help um, by uh, planning and zoning. We yeah, need, we need help we, from the community, the city, the, the parents. No doubt, I mean, from a lot of folks to to, yep. to really pay attention to this. You know, we've done that in Smith County in regard to uh, um, alcoholic beverages, mm -hmm. and we have pretty tight laws on the books for what you can buy in a restaurant um, and then what you cannot buy inside the county of Smith. So yep. we need to take a look at those things um, so that we can really tighten this thing up. It, it's a much like it was in the 60s and 70s and 80s with cigarettes. It looks like this is highly addictive. Um, highly available, readily available, uh, mm -hmm. and something that can lead into some other things that can harm our kids. Well, and I know one thing that we're trying to do on the district side is that if they do get sent to the DAEP for this, is that we're trying to, um, we have programs in place to help them to maybe get off of that addiction. So yeah. from a health standpoint, we are trying to help uh, in terms of, of what we can do. But again, it does take the entire community to get it to happen. That's right. That's right. Well, uh, looking forward to the year, uh, you know, I'm sure that we've got several district initiatives that are in place. Uh, leader and me, of course, still district wide. Um, that's always a great one with a uh, leadership. Yeah, it's, it's district wide. Leader and me, um, you know, by the state said you have to have a character development program and, um, you know, it, it teaches such, so much self accountability for your behavior, um, for your academic, uh, responsibility as well that, that leader in me is is throughout our school system now. Some of our schools are doing it at a at a higher level, like Jack Elementary. This last mm -hmm. year, one of only six schools, um, I, I guess, in the country. It's in the world. In the world, yes, yeah. To reach uh, legacy status worldwide, a legacy mm -hmm. status campus that they do leader in me so well um, that that uh, they've received that that, that uh, accolade. And um, again, those things can can translate into successful student outcomes and academic performance. Um, Andy Woods does a good job with it as well, and uh, we need our district to be able to, to do this at a high-functioning level, and we're on the way to do that. Well, and the thing that, as a parent of three daughters, uh, I like about it the most is that it puts it on the child to become a leader. It, you know, you set your goals. How did you meet your goal? Did you not meet your goal? Okay, yeah. what can we do in order to make that happen? Sure. And all of the different character um the seven habits that they have instilled in them, I think is is, is absolutely great. Uh, also have won several awards here recently, including um, for the fifth year in a row, the uh, District of Distinction Award from the Texas Art Education Association. That's pretty huge, five years in a row. Yeah. You know, East Texas is re renowned for its attention to athletics and sports. Mm -hmm. And Tyler ISD, we want to be able to compete um, within our visual performing arts programs as well. and. Um, it's neat to have this accolade as well because we're getting these uh, um, awards because we do our art education so well. Um, everything from dance to uh, to, the, to the actual classroom uh, 
uh, visual performing arts inside of classrooms, uh, to theater as well, and it's certainly our performing arts. We do such a good job here, and we offer those things um, at, at, a, at, a, at a big city level but with, a, with a small town feel. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, and then, of course, the uh, Community Partners in Mission 2023 Award, that was through Christus, uh, Trinity Mother Francis, uh, one for job shadowing, which I know is one of the great programs we have, but also through um, Project Search. Yeah, you know, our healthcare provider is Christus, and we also have some naming rights associated with Christus as well. We're so appreciative of those partnerships. Um, one of them is Project Search. And, uh, and, and the link program as well. And those things are really uh, done um, to make sure that we're, that we're uh, making sure we're taking care of all of our kids. You know, successful student outcomes look in a variety of shapes and sizes and forms. And this partnership with the job, job shadowing, the internship program to where kids are, are um, uh, those that might be of, of special needs that are challenged a little bit differently than, than some of our other children uh, and other students. They're given these opportunities to work with Christus inside the hospital and some of their business offices and sometimes even get hired by Christus. Mm -hmm. And so uh, being able to receive that award with Christus as our partner was something that was very special this past year. Absolutely. Well, it looks like that we are off to a great start as we get ready for the first day of school, August 16th here in Tyler ISD. <laughs> um, for those that are listening, uh, what is one thing that you would like for them to uh, remember as we head back to school? Yeah, you know, there was a lot of rhetoric um, this from this last uh, February all through the summer. In fact, we're still going to have a special session of the legislature this coming this October. And uh, here in East Texas, we do things a little bit differently. We don't tend to like to listen to Austin, Texas very much. And there's been a lot of, of, uh, of noise out there in regard to vouchers, et cetera. We just want everyone to understand that they're, we're their hometown school system. We might be the largest school system in East Texas, but we have a small town feel and uh, we are a viable choice. We're gonna compete for kids. We're gonna have great relationships with those other entities throughout the uh, 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 Smith County educational ecosystem. So we realize there's, there's choice out there. We're never gonna be critical of that. But at the same time, we're their hometown school system. We share the same name as this great city's name. And uh, we're just blessed to be able to do this for the kids of Tyler, Texas. Well, thank you so much again for joining us, Superintendent of Schools, Dr. Marty Crawford. And thank you for listening to this episode of Talks with Tyler ISD. Don't forget to download our app. Also, you can subscribe to our newsletter at get.tylerisd.news. We'd like to thank our sponsor, Texas Bank and Trust. Subscribe to Talks with Tyler ISD on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. Please share this episode with your friends and family.